What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We welcome you back in. Kevin Slayton, Nate Lucas with you on the Monster Energy Drink, STL-Cars.com. King's Court right here on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Justin waited through the break. He was kind enough to do so. How are you today, Justin? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Doing great. Um, right now, first things first before I get started, I am enjoying right now Monster Zero Sugar Ultraviolet. It is excellent. Carpe diem to you, Justin. You're going to have so much energy after you finish that. You're going to be ready to take on the world. Hey, there you go. But all right, so first things first, let's get started with the Blues. Um, last night, again, once again, they hung out, uh, Bennington to hang out to dry, um, no defense. And how are you going through the first half the first period without even a shot from your defenseman? And then, they, yeah, you were right what you guys said. They did not play disciplined hockey. And another uh, lackluster showing from their offense. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I'm lost for words with the Blues right now. And I know they're going through a retool. I get it. But, you know. Um, anyway, second thing for you guys, um, looks like the Cardinals, uh, senior citizen tour started with the pitchers and catchers showing up, but most likely, you know, the pitchers are older than what we wanted to have. But anyway, and then third thing for you, Kevin, before I hang up the Buffalo bills, I'm lost. Where do they go from here to try to get, you know, over that hump? Interesting. Uh, I think the bills, <laughs> they, they, they must improve their defense. That's the priority. And they also have to – somebody has to discipline Josh Allen. His turnovers are just too costly. But if they, can, if, if they can solve those two issues, uh, I think they're going to get rid of Diggs. They're going to move on from him, and I think they should. Uh, he's nothing yeah. but a cry crybaby. You don't need crybabies on your team. Thank you. I agree with you on that one. Yes. Now, what is your take on Sean McDermott? Well, you know, I, I look at it this way. They're going to they're gonna be some pressure for them to move on from him. But uh, it's hard for me to, to look at their games and say he was the problem. He, he made horrible coaching moves, horrible coaching mistakes. Josh Allen kills this team. He, he, as, much, as great as he is, he kills right. them. This, this team should have been in the Super Bowl at least twice. And Thank he kills him. He kills him with these crazy turnovers, these goal line turnovers. Nobody turns the ball over in the other team's end zone more than he does. So you, those are touchdowns you're going to score, and he gives it up. Uh, that just has to be solved. And uh, you know, you there's a, there's a fine line. You don't want to pull back too much on his aggressiveness, but you also got to be smarter. I mean, look at Mahomes. He's aggressive, but he's smarter. 
The great ones know when to dial it back. You don't throw into crowds because you think you have a cannon for an arm. You just don't do it. And you can't fumble the ball like he does. He is a fumbler, and that is a problem. Right. Okay. And then I was listening to another show today, uh, besides you guys. I always listen to you guys because you guys rock. Anyway, they were saying that um, they don't believe Justin Fields uh, can win a Super Bowl. And then they also said they don't believe that Justin Herbert can win a Super Bowl. I tend to believe if Justin Herbert gets a little bit better offensive weapon or weapons around him, that he can actually take that team to the Super Bowl. I think he can, too. Now, we don't know he can because he hasn't done it yet, but he hasn't had the surrounding talent with him. And he hasn't had the coaching, for God's sakes, that he had the worst coach in football. And now he's going to have one of the best. And he's got a a guy who's a quarterback in in Harbaugh. I think you'll see Justin Herbert blossom this year. And if the the Chargers can get the right people around him, uh, they're not too far off because they had good personnel just two years ago. They were in the playoffs and gagged away that game against Tampa. Uh, Not Tampa, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. You're right, yes. All right, last thing, and I'll let you guys go and I'll listen. But uh, anyway, so – what is your guys' take take on the Cardinals if they're able to uh, get into the playoffs? Yeah, they can win a game here and there. But what's your take on their uh, senior citizen pitching staff? I don't like it at all. I've, I've <laughs> you're either. right. I've advocated for Bauer a hundred times. People will get sick of me saying it, but I don't think the Cardinals' pitching staff is strong at all. I don't think it is good enough to win any division as bad as their division is. The Cubs' pitching staff is much superior. And I look for the Cubs to win that division with or without Bellinger. Uh, you're gonna. There's no reason for me to get excited about Lance Lynn or Kyle Gibson. And I know Thank Sonny you. Gray's tra- Sonny Gray's track record is 500. Yeah, I mean, he, and for people to say, "Oh yeah, he's your solid number one." Really? Hmm. I don't <laughs> think he's a solid number one, but he he's not if you have a number one, but they don't have one, so I guess he is by default. Right, yeah, I guess so. All right, last thing, I promise, and I'll, I'll hang up. So uh, I view him as a four or five starter. Now, some people have disagreed with me, but that's how I view Michaelis now, a four or five. What do you think? I've always viewed him as a three or four. He would be a four or five on a decent rotation, but on this rotation, he's probably a three. I, I put him ahead of those two that they signed, Lynn and Gibson, and behind Sonny Gray. And then I don't know who else they're going to throw in there. I, I guess, um, my gosh, who will they throw in there? Will they throw Libertor in there? I guess Matz will be the fifth. It's probably going to be Steven Matz to start off with and see where he goes. Uh, so I would probably put Matz. I would, if, if I had Matz, if that were my five, it would be Gray. Uh, probably, oh, shoot, I don't know who the number two. Flip a coin on whoever you want for number two. Right. And, hey, I mean, you know, three three would probably be Michaelis by default. Four would be either Matts or Gibson, whichever one you didn't pick as number two. And Lynn would be five. That's the way I would look at it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Libertor, God, that dude. Oh, uh, you want to believe him in, in him, but yet he hasn't shown anything for you to believe in him. None of them have. <laughs> I oh, mean, well, the Cardinals have a pitching right. staff. Cardinals have a pitching staff right now. None of them have shown anything worth getting confident about. That's true. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time, and I will hang up and start or continue to listen to you guys. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate it. Yeah. You know, Nate, uh, Sonny Gray shows us a, a, great, a really good pitcher, but he doesn't get the results. 
So he'll have good numbers in the in run average department, but will he have the wins that you need from a number one starter? I don't know. <laughs> and is he going to be able to pitch, you know, 60 times? Because, like, that's who we're clinging our hopes to. But, my God, what if he falters? Yeah. And, well, you know, and they, they say, well, you know, this lineup will be better this year because the young players will get better. Well, that's normally it's normal to assume that. But you also can look at those young players and say they have a history of getting injured a lot. I mean, uh, I think they'll certainly be a better lineup with Donovan in there. Um, but you've got Gorman who gets hurt. Is he going to get hurt again? He's got a lot of promise in terms of a, of a slugger, but he's not a very consistent hitter. And he joins the ranks of Cardinal strikeout artists. So, um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. The outfield's terrible again. Who are you going to count on? They're going to send Jordan Walker down because they don't like the you know how he's not hitting the ball in the air enough after the first month. Yeah, I mean, I I, I swear I almost would have tried to trade Arenado. I would have said, hey, what if we trade you and move uh, him to third base? That's where he plays. He's not an outfielder. The outfield shouldn't be that hard to learn, but it seems it is for him, and that's fine. He's he's not an outfielder, but to keep him out there is dangerous to your health. And to his health. Flawed roster. Too many guys playing positions that they're not meant to play. And they're just hoping to get by with certain spots and and defensively. And that gets completely – you get get, uh, exposed in the big leagues when you try that too often. And they're doing it at way too many positions. And I guess you put Brendan Donovan in the outfield, don't you? Well, uh, I'm cool with that. But, you know, you still got (laughs) – I mean, where else are you going to put him? I don't know, second base, I guess? Or Well, you got Gorman there. Where are you going to put him then? DH. One of them will DH. I think Donovan's a better fielder, so Gorman would be my DH if I had to, if I had to say. But I, I, I would rather have Donovan in the outfield because you don't have anybody out there. I'd put Donovan in the outfield and maybe DH Walker. So you'd go Donovan in left – uh, Edmund in center and Newt Bar in right, even though I know we both don't like Edmund in center. Yeah, and I don't like Newt Bar at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would have tried. You know what? All these people were writing last year how Newt was going to have this breakout season, breakout season, and he was fine. But, I mean, if a guy's going to get that much hype, why not flip him? I mean, you could have had an all-star catcher a year ago and you wouldn't have had to have shelled out $90 million for a guy that apparently couldn't call You know, the right pitches behind the plate in Contreras it's, it's just so many things it's one block to another of just how incompetent this organization has fallen yeah and I again if you look look at managerial mistakes you can look uh, no further than how Marmol handled the Contreras situation last year that was terrible leadership on his part uh that that festered and you had people like Flaherty and Wainwright who were the cause of it and I guess Marmol was afraid of them because he should have stood up for his catcher, and he should have told them to grow up, get your ass out of the mound, and pitch. And that's the way it is. He's your catcher. Work with him. Get into meetings with him. Let him know what you prefer to throw in certain situations. But I'm tired of the complaining. You know, who, who takes that public? Only those two would have. That's why when they talk about leadership with Wainwright, I just start laughing. This is a guy that caused a major squabble on that team last year, and he wasn't even there. He was injured for the first part of the season. Were you shocked when uh, Brian Bowringer, who we had on this week, uh, when he brought up that the Cardinals might miss Tyler O'Neill? I will not miss Tyler O'Neill personally. Here's why I'm not shocked. <clears throat> I know Bo, 
Bo has loved Tyler O'Neill from the day the Cardinals traded for him. And Bo and my son Troy, we, uh, we'd we have these three-way conversations, and <laughs> Troy and I would start needling Bo all the time. We'd say, Bo, your guy struck out four times. <laughs> and Bo was, was always – now, when, when O'Neill had that really good year a couple of years ago, Bo was making us eat it. But that's it. Other than that, all O'Neill's been is injured. He hasn't been very good. The The fact that he won a gold glove is a farce. He is one of the worst fielders I've ever seen. And and so, he, you know, I, I'm sorry. He's not gold glove material. He can't, he can't hit. He's a he's a Harrison Bader with power. He, he can't lay off the breaking ball, and he can't hit it unless you hang it. But he just can't lay off. So he and Bader are the same guy. No, no plate discipline whatsoever. And so, no, I don't miss him at all. But I know Bo does. And uh, you know what? If O'Neill has a big year, Bo's going to make sure we hear about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, if but, you, you know, it's just, just one of those guys. He really likes him. He's always liked him. He's not just uh, – you know, he wasn't a Johnny-come-lately when O'Neill had the great year. He said it when they traded for him, which I was sh- I was shocked. But if, you, if your return and your proof of him being able to do that is only in such a small sequence, like, the, the overall argument to me is loss. I mean, I thought the Cardinals should have traded O'Neill as soon as he had that great finish to the year. Yeah, the, the key trade that they missed out on was moving Goldschmidt after the MVP. Yes. Before last season started. And I said it. I'm not saying it now. I said it then. Because you know he's on the downside of his career. He just happened to catch lightning in a bottle. He'll never have a year like that again. You should have known that if you know anything about baseball and players. When they're that age, they're not going to keep getting better. He had a miracle season. Beautiful. He'll never be worth more. Trade him. They didn't, and boy, did he have a downslide. Chris is up next. Hi, Chris. How are you this afternoon? What's going on, Kevin? Long time no talk. Well, how you doing? Hey, I'll be better. I just just said the 49ers loss on Sunday, man. That's three Super Bowls in a row they lost, man, and it, it – it's it's gonna take a while for this thing to go away, man. But uh, I, you're a Forty Nine er fan, I take it. Oh uh, yeah, I've gone almost fifty years, at least forty five, and uh, I uh, I caught on to them one year at the old Bush Stadium. They came to play the uh, the Big Red, and uh, it, it just clicked right there. I, th- I think it might have been Montana's first year. I'm not. I'm not always great on my recall, but uh, that was the early days of their. Uh, you know, yeah. they went on their Super Bowl runs. But man, I was I was at that game when Montana played uh, in his his rookie year. Montana was not a first round draft pick. People forget that, and so he was kind of plugged in there late. It was late in the season, and he played against the Big Red. And uh, well, of course, as as we know, the rest is history. But you've had a good run where you had some tremendous teams, and obviously, what is it, six Super Bowl champions, five or six. Five or six, yeah. But um, so I mean, but you have lost the last three. Harbaugh lost one, and now Kyle Shanahan has lost two. And I, I'm gonna. I only watched half the game because I the, the latter half of the game. I just couldn't. It wasn't good on my blood pressure. I said I just had a bad. I had a bad premonition, Kevin. Something was gonna go wrong, and it did. And I just. I hope they make some improvements on their defense and. Uh, Shanahan works better on his uh, harder on his play calling. Man, I just uh, it's uh, I, they they need to change some things up, man. But you just uh, when 
Well, they had and some bad I, breaks. Yeah, I, I mean, when you, when, when you look at a Super Bowl that's a closely contested game, even though it was sloppy, a lot of times luck enters into the picture, and the Chiefs had the breaks go their way. I mean, the punt that hit off the guy's leg, that was a huge break for the Chiefs, changed the game around. Um, so that was bad luck. But um, with regard to the play calling, you know, it was it was also bad luck that your linebacker, as he's getting ready to take the field, has his Achilles blowout. That's not good luck. Uh, that was a bad break. So their defense, which played horribly in the first two rounds of the playoffs, played really well against the Chiefs, I thought, until it mattered late in the fourth quarter and in the overtime. Well, it does help. A very, very strong point, but it it, it helps to uh... – you you sit on a lead. You you got to build on it, man. You got you just. Uh, I think in the first first half, there were a couple of turnovers that the Niners should have capitalized on because I just uh, a, a a lead of uh, three points or six points. It just that ain't gonna cut it, man. So it just it hurts. So um, and last thing. What your comments about the city? Anytime you talk about the city, it's spot on. I heard a radio report earlier. There was a, after the Drake concert last night. There was a mother and daughter that got killed from a thug. I mean, capital T H U G, a thug that was driving too fast. I guess around the Enterprise Center on the side streets, and I believe he hit a car. Or just they they were walking. I guess they the mother and daughter were walking back to the I guess the parking garage maybe, and the mother got killed instantly, and the daughter got uh, taken to a hospital where she later died. That should be an automatic life sentence for that chump. I I just it it makes you sick. Verve, Vervis Jones, you and your daughter, you're you're a horrible combination, and you're 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 lousy. You have no leadership. No, they don't. And until they do, until they, the voters as the city change their ways, uh, this city is hopelessly behind cities like Kansas City. I would expect Nashville to get a Major League Baseball team before St. Louis ever gets another NFL team. And when that happens, you'll have Nashville, Kansas City, Chicago, all surrounding us, all having baseball and football teams. For whatever reason, the perception nationally is you're not big league unless you have an NFL team and, an, and a Major League Baseball team. Uh, nobody really cares about hockey or the NBA. It's football and ba- baseball that drive the, the economy of the city from a sports viewpoint. And people like Frank Viverito. They, when, they, when the city, the sports commission lost Frank Viverito to retirement, now Frank might consult for them and stuff, but he's not there full time. And he was a gem for this town. And so no one is there to pick up the slack for him. They don't bring the events that he once brought here to make us look right. more major league. And so, and, and and again, how are you going to sell somebody on bringing an event to downtown St. Louis? I mean, exactly it, right. And just people get killed when they bring their kids here to play. The shortage of cops and the just the democratic mafia that's in place, man. Nothing's. I don't see much improvement on the horizon. And the shortage of cops is because of the democratic mafia. Right. Thanks a lot, Kevin. I keep up the great work as usual. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. Take, take care. You bet. Hope your 49ers can rebound. I think they will. By the way, the Chiefs didn't waste any time this morning prior to their parade where they displayed the four Lombardi trophies that they have. Prior to the parade, they announced an extension for Steve Spagnuolo. So Spags gets uh, another extension, and uh, goody for him. I mean, he has earned it, man. Talk about a guy who uh, who is a defensive coach but probably not a head coach. 
he's the guy who just finished his fifth year with the Chiefs, and uh, he's 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 collecting a lot of Super Bowl rings. Got one with the Giants. Obviously, he didn't get one here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would have he would have thrown the Lombardi Trophy away here if he could have. Yeah, but in an, in an era when they throw the ball all over the joint, uh, his defense this year gave up just 16 points a game. So that's pretty impressive. Here's what I would tell Chris to have hope. Brock Purdy, Kevin, will have a cap hit next season of $1 million for the 49ers. I mean, this is a guy who, take any label you want off of Brock Purdy, this guy is capable. And when you have a quarterback and he's got a cap hit of $1 million, I think sky's the limit. I I think the 49ers are are going to be in the conversation for the NFC and the Super Bowl uh, as long as as he's around for that cheap. Don't you th- don't you think though that they make make it fair to him and give him something, offer him something? Um, I, I mean, I, I would think they would. They don't have to, but I would think they would. Now they they won't break the bank on him because they've got the advantage of having him in that situation. But I would think they would offer him some sort of a long term deal. And if they were smart, they would because they could save money in the long run. Uh, I don't know if they will or not. He's cashing in on some lucrative endorsements, though, so he's not going to be hurting. Um, I was watching the Chiefs parade. Brett Veach, their uh, general manager, was talking. Uh, you got to give it to Clark Hunt. He kind of looks like a little nerdy kind of guy when he speaks, but he's married to a knockout. <laughs> so is Andy Reid. Yes, yeah, Andy Reid too. Yeah, the big boy, big red Andy. It's it's and this Brett Veach is a young guy, their general manager. The, I'm telling you what, the Chiefs have it going down there. When you can put four Super Bowl trophies up on display on your rally and your parade, I mean, uh, Kansas City's got it going. Yeah, That's all you do. can say. You know, they they did it right, and St. Louis didn't. I w- I would half half expect if you had a parade downtown for, in St. Louis now, somebody gets shot. They probably would. And that's the sad part. But yeah, I, I but I agree with you. The 49ers are in a great situation uh, with regard to Purdy, and I think Purdy's a stud. I think he's a great quarterback, and I think uh, that he will he will win his Super Bowl at some point. Uh, maybe Patrick Mahomes will go on vacation or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to have to happen to Mahomes for anybody else to win a, a championship. But if there's a guy in the league that I'm rooting for to hoist that trophy, some point it's Brock Purdy. I mean, what a great yeah. story. I was rooting for the Chiefs on Sunday, but I said I told myself that if they lose, what better guy to lose to than Brock Purdy? Yeah, you know, you got if you can't root for Brock Purdy, then you're missing something in your life. Well, and I truly think that the 49ers blew the game. I mean, if you look at that game, the way it was going, I mean, the 49ers had a 10 point lead; they had momentum, and then the muffed punt kind of changed everything. The punt changed everything because it's it's nothing you did wrong, really. I mean, it hits a guy in the foot. Now, the, the guy that did something wrong was the the, guy, the return guy. He should have just fallen on the ball. He had said he tried to pick it up and run. That's always a mistake these guys make recovering a fumble. Get on the ball. That's your number one priority. Get on the ball. And if you don't get on the ball, then this is what you see. And in a Super Bowl situation, good grief. It's got to drive you crazy. You know that these special teams coordinators, uh, I don't know how many times you got to say it out loud, but get away from the ball. Get Like – Run to yeah, the sideline. I don't side understand. Line. And you know that the return guy is yelling. Now, maybe you can't hear him. I don't know. But he's screaming at you to get away from the ball. And uh, you see it happen far too often where it hits some guy in the foot. Why are you in the line of fire? When you're coming back, you can see your return guy waving. 
That means get the hell out of there. I mean, that's why he does that, unless they don't understand that. I see it in college all the time, too, where guys, you know, they try to be the star and they want to go do something even though it's completely unscripted and they end up not only writing a script, but usually the script uh, is is a losing play. Exactly. (laughs) Don't go Let's take a break. Let's take a break here in the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com. Kings Court, we're back right after this. This is 590 The Fan. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 